0: Hello, hello, everyone. This is your girl, Kira the Healer, and you are listening to Mystic Mommy Podcast. So for this mini episode or mini-sode, I decided to do something that's a little bit different than I uh, normally do. So this is going to be like a story time. Um, And then uh, the topic I did post to my Instagram to see if I was going to get you guys to interact with me. But uh, the topic is basically um, the creepiest experience with the paranormal, synchronicities, glitch in the matrix, dark side of them, of magic and or spirituality. Um, so I actually have. Uh, stories to tell, not only from me, but from uh, someone else who is willing to share um, because of confidentiality. I'm not going to say their names or anything, but this is someone who is very close to me um, and that I do know personally. And the stories that were told to me, I just feel like it came at perfect timing because it was just randomly brought up um, just casually in a conversation. So I felt that um, the universe was basically giving me the story that I needed. Um, and it's also just really, really cool. So um because this is a mini sode, I'm not gonna do the card of the day um because you're gonna get a nice lovely episode after this. Um so I'm recording them back to back, but I'm just gonna go ahead and delve into this uh, you know, into this topic. But uh before I do, I do wanna thank you guys always for listening and tuning in and supporting me and um giving me a chance to just blabber and talk about um, you know, some really cool topics and some really weird shit. So I'm just really happy that you guys are, you know, giving me the opportunity and giving me the chance. Um, so yeah, let's just, let's get into it. Um, so the first uh, story I'm going to talk about, I, I made sure I lit some sage. Um, I sprayed some Florida water all over. I doused myself in Florida water I annoyed at myself with fluid water, so uh, I, I really had to ground myself for this and make sure, like, you know, call on my spirit guys and make sure ain't nothing gonna fuck with me. Um, but let's get into some real creepy shit. So this one is not uh, me. This was a story from someone else, and this story, uh, it tripped me the fuck out, like, when I was told the story. Um, so... I, um, I am married into a family, um, that have very deep roots. Um, they are, they are very cultured. Um, my husband is Haitian. Um, so I know a little bit about the folklore and he talks to me about the things that he know or that he heard his parents, um, know about growing up. I also have a stepsister who is Haitian, um, she's from Haitian descent her by her father um so I kind of know a little bit about it but um, my husband thankfully he he talks to me about the little bit of things that he knows um so this story um it comes from Haiti and uh it is someone that I do know and they were telling me um basically uh this, is, has to, this has to do with a story about from when they were younger. This is a true story. All the stories I'm telling you are true as far as what people have told me and what I experienced, as true as it can be. Um, so uh, they said when they were a child, they had a very sick friend. Um, and their friend was very, very sick. Um, and that they were really concerned. They felt so bad for the friend. So... Um, They heard through the grapevine that their friend went to a a witch doctor and that the witch doctor told them he can cure the child. um, And in order for him to cure the child, which the person who was telling me the story, the child was their best friend um, at the time. That was their best, their childhood best friend. So um, their childhood best friend was very sick. The parents of the sick child went to the witch doctor and the witch doctor basically told them, um, in order for me to make your child well, uh, which if you are a witch, if you practice Wicca or any kind of, um, witchcraft, you know, that it's basically a manipulation of energy. So, um, a lot of the spells and the magic work that's done, a lot of it, um, has to do with energy manipulation. So, um, Basically, they told him, uh, or they told the parents, "Hey, for your child to get better, we are going to transfer the energy to someone." And they asked who they would want to transfer the energy to. And for some reason, um, the kid's parents picked the best friend. I guess they picked he was they felt he was the best person to transfer the energy to. And um, and yes, he they picked him. So this whole time, the friend. Um, which is the person who was telling me the story doesn't know anything about this. They don't know what's going on. He just is really concerned because his friend is sick. Um, So he just, at this point, he's just clueless. Uh, One night he said he was sleeping and in his dream, a random person, I even asked, like, you didn't know this person? You never seen this person? They said they didn't know this person from a can of paint, um, that this person came to them in a dream and told them, Whatever you do, do not go to this person's house. You must stay away from them. They basically put a spell. And if you go there, you're going to get sick or something bad is going to happen to you. You're going to die. Just don't. Whatever you do, don't go. Don't don't go. So they were terrified and they were very scared. So they were like, "Um, okay, I'm not going to go. And they kept getting calls from the friend. Family members were calling them. Uh, family members were dropping by, and they were like, "Hey, you need to come see so and so because he's very sick, he's very ill. the last thing he want to do is see you if anything happens, like you should go see him and he just kept saying, Yeah, yeah, I'll be over there. I'll be over there and just never went so weeks passed by. he's been avoiding the family. he's been avoiding his best friend because um At this time, he just, something told him to believe the dream. The dream was clear as day, so he felt like it was a sign. Um, So he said, weeks later, he receives another dream. And in that dream, the person, same exact person that they don't even know who this person is, um, popped up in the dream and basically told them, like, it's okay to go now. When you, I need you to listen. Follow these directions. When you go, you sit on the bed, on the bed with the person. You do not sit anywhere else. They're gonna try to sit you in a chair. This is what the chair looks like, and they describe the chair. Um, I'm gonna just give an example. It was a a yellow wicker chair. Whatever you do, do not sit in that chair. You must sit on the bed with the person. So the dream done. He wakes up and he's like, okay, I'm going to go visit my friend. Sure enough, he goes to his friend's house and right next to the bed, what do you think is there? That yellow wicker chair. Yes. So, um, he sat on the bed and, uh, he was talking to his friend and then the family members would come in and, uh, they had maids cause this is, this is in Haiti. So this is uh, this is a different you know a different world from what we live in um so they do have maids a lot a lot of people if you do have like money or you're a little bit more wealthy um they do have maids and everything so the maid was trying to get him to sit on the chair and it was like oh you know you look a little uncomfortable you can go sit on the um chair and they're like no thank you no no thank you I'm fine um So yeah, that was, so he sat on the bed, refused to sit on a chair. And um, after that, he left the house and nothing happened to him. And um, to this day, he feels that if he sat in that chair, that something bad would happen because they transferred the energy into the chair. um, So that if something was to, you know, occur in order for them to, you know, make the child well again, they would have to unfortunately use him as the vessel for the negative energy to go to. Um, which was, this was, that was a crazy ass story. Um, when they were telling me like, I was in disbelief. Like I I couldn't, it was like, I was on the edge of of the chair when they were telling me this story. Um, so that was for story number one that I have. And for story number two, um, This is a personal story from me. I feel like I talked about this in one of my earlier uh, podcasts, but I can't remember which one it was, Um, but I'm going to talk about it again because it still creeps me out to this day. Uh, But a few years ago, I used to be into Wicca and... um, I stopped Wicca for like personal reasons, but um, I was trying to get onto that witchy journey. I knew that I was supposed to be doing something with myself. I just couldn't find what exactly, so I just always dibbled and dabbled. Um, But at the time, I started dating a Cuban guy. I'm sorry, he wasn't Cuban. He was Colombian, um, and he was a santero. So if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's basically a practitioner of the religion of uh, Santeria, um, very closely related to Yoruba. um, And it comes from Africa, but a lot of uh, Caribbean uh, or Hispanics, um, Afro-Latinos especially, practice that because it comes from African roots. Uh, So... He practiced, he was a a santero and he practiced santeria and um, he could communicate with spirits and everything. He was, I have to say, um, when it comes to the spiritual world and people that I've met, he had to be one of the coolest people I've met only because he was so young, but he was so gifted and so powerful. Um, So yes, let's move on. (laughs) So uh, one night me and him were hanging out. Um, well, first when I met him, I think I, I feel like I spoke about this as well. Um, when I first met him, he looked into my eyes and he started telling me about my past life. And I feel like when I did the past life episode, um, I had spoke about this, but he, I, he confirmed it. Um, I had got a past life regression or a reading done by someone and he, it was basically everything he said almost, um, except for hers was more in depth than his, but he told me how, uh, I was basically a clairvoyant in my past life. He saw like a crystal ball. He said um, he saw like many things and he was just basically he just confirmed it. he was a very powerful, very talented person. He knew his craft. He mastered his craft at a very young age. Um, so he was almost like a mentor to me in a way, just as far as uh, trying to learn. He was very good at tarot. He was very good at he would smoke reeds. He would do everything. Um, however, on one particular, particular night, um, I remember we hung out a little bit and then I was dropping him off at home. And, um, he was telling me how, this is so creepy. I still get the chills. Um, when he first met me, he said that there was something with me and he said it was a flesh colored person kind of thing, but it had wings. And I was just like, okay. And I was like, is it good or bad? And he was like, I can't tell if it's good or bad, but it's old. And I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, it's very ancient. Um, It's very wise. It's been here for a very long time, but it's not good nor bad. It can be both. So... I was just like, okay, I don't know what to do with that information because he told me this when I very first met him. Like The first day I met him, we just started talking, got into conversation. I was like, hey, by the way, I'm a witch. I do Wicca. And he was like, wow, I'm a Santero. I practice Santeria. And we just clicked. And that's when he started telling me that. And I was just like, I don't really know what to do with that information because I'm still new at this and I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. So... Skip down weeks later, we're hanging out together and he was telling me that the thing, whatever it was, that being um, was with me. And he was like, do you want me to prove it? And at that time I was just kind of like getting into everything. I'm like, yeah, like I kind of want to see what he's talking about because if this is what he's saying, like he could be completely bullshitting me and telling me this is what I want to hear because he knows like, oh, she's a witch. Like um, I want to impress her. So I'm going to like say that I'm this too. So I was like, yeah, if it's here, then fucking prove it. Go ahead. And he was like, okay. So we're sitting in the room. Um, I still remember it was a living room. We're sitting on a couch. It was a black couch. And um, there was a table in front of us. And um, there was like this box thing. There was this box. It could have been like a candle holder box thing. It was like kind of wooden or something. And there was like, um, (sighs) it was like a candle in it whatever. And he had like a piece of paper, but it was like from a... um, It was like a wrapper, so it was a little bit more tougher than like the plastic paper that can fly. It was a little bit more tougher. And I know he like, I saw him, I watched him, he was playing with it. He like folded it so that um, even you would have to like use a really hard wind to blow it off. So he put that on the table at first. Um, The little piece, well, both of them were, both of the candle holder, (laughs) the wooden candle holder and the piece of paper were on, or the piece of wrapper, whatever the fuck it was, was on the table. So um, he was like, he said something among the words of, if you're here, you must show yourself. I'm asking you to show yourself. He said something like that. And the paper flew off. And then I was like, looking at him, I was like, he was like, you think I did that, didn't you? And I was like, I mean, it could have been the wind. It could have been anything, but I'm not going to lie. Like, I was a little fucking freaked out because I was just like, okay, like, I didn't feel a draft. I didn't feel the AC, like doors was closed, windows was closed. Like we're in a big ass, empty ass living room. So it's not really much that could have did it. But, you know, like when you're a skeptic, it's just like, okay, like, I don't know, that's not enough. So he picked a piece of paper up. And then he said it again. And the second time he did it, not only did the paper go flying off the fucking table, but so did the box, the wooden box candle thing. And I kid you not, I'm getting goosebumps right now telling this story. This shit is so creepy. Um, I got up. And I ran, like I ran out of the house and I left him. And I just remember being fucking terrified. And he was like chasing after me, like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm not doing this shit right now. Like, I'm fucking terrified. I'm not doing this shit. And I like ran away from him. But um, that was one of my creepiest, scariest stories uh, back when I was doing that dark occult life, that Wicca life. That was very scary for me. I also have many of (laughs) other stories I could even talk about, especially when doing Wicca and being like a baby witch. It's very hard. Um, the society that we live in now, it's so easy. You just go onto Instagram or you go anywhere. You can find an article on fucking even pop sugar and shit about like spirituality and, um, you know, magic and witchcraft and stuff. But back then I was literally learning from nothing. I was starting from the ground up and reading old ass Book of Shadows and shit, trying to figure out what I was doing. So there was like rookie mistakes that I was making, which I learned from him, like when doing spirit work. I always light a black and white candle. Why the fuck was I just lighting completely black candles, like summoning shit? And the next thing I know, I'm sleeping and I see dark masses in the corner of my room or on top of me. And it's just like, duh, girl, like, what are you doing right now? Like, no precaution, no regard for myself, just fucking doing whatever the fuck I wanted. But now I'm a whole lot smarter. I got out of Wicca. I do a lot of, uh, quote unquote, white or light work. Um, So it's definitely a little bit different now, but I do have, um, I have tons of fucking stories from all the crazy shit that I used to do or see. Um, So another one that I wanted to talk about, once again, this one's not mine, but because of confidentiality stuff, I'm not going to put names out there. Um, But this one was pretty sad kind of, but it's, it's still really uh, creepy. So we're going back into the, into the Caribbean back into 80. And, um, we're going to talk about, uh, there is a folklore or, um, people call it folklore, but I mean, any Caribbean Island that you're from, um, they all have their own quote unquote folklores, but I don't know if it's folklore because I feel like if we can say witches, whether they're good or, you know, good or real, then there has to be bad stuff out there too. Um, it's just, they have a whole lot more of condensed areas of nature. So we don't know what's inside of the bush or what's inside of those regions if we've never been. Um, things are just so, you know, populated here and there's so many people. So it's it's easy for us to just disregard the things that we've never seen before. Um, but so we're going back to Haiti and this have to do with, um, another person that I'm close to. Um, they told me a story about a folklore, um, or about a witch that they have there. Um, but their witch there is called Lugawu. And, um, basically he told me, this is a very sad story. Once again, I'm going to say, um, but <clears throat> before he was born, he had, Two sisters, um, and unfortunately, the two sisters passed due to this uh witch creature thing, um, or yeah, this this witch creature that's the best way I can put it. Um, so basically, what happened was the uh, that it comes to children because it feeds off of children, um, and basically, it asks you to give it something. And once you give it something, it basically can take your soul after that. Um, so that's exactly what happened. It came to his sisters on two different occasions and, um, and basically asked them to give it something. So, and it could be anything simple, like a leaf or rock, like, Hey, can you give that to me something? And it's basically like, you're accepting, you're acknowledging it and you're, you're basically giving it your soul. Um, so, that happened. And then they did say after that, um, they found out who it was and they knew who it was. So, um, they basically went to a witch doctor after that. And the witch doctor basically, uh, put like a protection over, um, the parent whose children had passed away, um, and over the person that I'm talking about when they were a child and when they were born, so that none of that stuff would ever happen again. But yeah, that one was really deep when they were telling me about that, and it was very sad. Um, sitting here like my sage, making sure these low-vibrating entities don't think it's okay to come in here today. I'm going to let you know that right now. Low Vibrating Entities, I thank you for your lesson, but you got to go, okay? You are not welcome here. So yeah, Um, so that was my third creepy story. Um, A lot of them have to do with spirituality and the occult, Um, but that's basically the stories that I end up getting. Uh, I'm going to talk about a ghosty story. Um, I always call them ghosties just because my sister... Um, she doesn't want to admit that she sees ghosts. So I put it in like a light way and I, I joke around, I call them ghosties. Um, but I'm gonna tell you guys another um well a ghost story now. So one time when I was younger with my sisters, um we were hanging out in a living room. Um, We used to live in Hamilton, New Jersey, and if anybody doesn't know anything about Hamilton's history or about um, Trenton's history in New Jersey, there's a lot of bad things that happened there, Um, basically because that's where a lot of the original colonies were, you know, formed. Um, So there was a lot of death, there was a lot of slavery, there was a lot of bad things. There's also, I don't know if anybody heard about this, and I, I just found out about this not too long ago, but there was this dentist who was there. Um, that, and he used to work at the psychiatric hospital. He's a dentist. And he used to perform like uh, fucked up um, experiments on people and everything like that. Um, <clears throat> and he basically got away with it for a very long time. And um, there's a lot of crazy stuff that happened there. But um, Trenton was just, it was something else. There was always, the houses are very old. So they possess a lot of old, all different kinds of energies, whether light, negative, you know, heavy, light, whatever, just a lot of energy. Um, so for one, one story that I have, uh, it was me and my sisters. I remember I was maybe about like six or five. I was in... Yeah, I was about six or five. And then my other sister was maybe about like a year and a half, maybe two years old max. And then we had our older sister, who was maybe like like eight at the time. And um we lived in an apartment, so it was flat, and which that's not typical for, you know, um When you live in up north in those houses, our houses are usually like two, three stories, which like they have an attic, they have basement, they have first floor, second floor. So it's, they're usually very tall. But when you live in an apartment, everything is just flat. Um, So we were sitting in the living room. And when you look out on the couch, there was a big open area. And then, um, which was like, it was just like an open space area where my mom had, I believe, like, Uh, the TV and stuff like that over there. And then you would see the rooms to the bedroom if you're just sitting directly on the couch. So I remember we were sitting on the couch and we were just, I think we were reading a book or something like that. And I just remember looking up and I kid you not, I saw, it was like a sepia color, like spirits walking past. And they all had, it was like a chain gang. It was like, they were all walking by And they had chains on. But the crazy part was they looked directly at us. Like they saw we were there. And I remember looking at my older sister. And I was like, do you see that right now? And she literally told me to shut up. She was like, shh, shut up. And I was like, oh, my God, you see it? And then she was like, shh, shut up. And I was just like, oh my God, like I was freaking out at that point. And she gets up and she runs straight through them. And I was like, oh, hell nah. So I ran straight through her. And then my little sister, I don't even think she noticed what was going on. She just ran straight with us. And she's like screaming and crying at us. And we're just like running straight through to go to my mom's room. And then we told her. And then um, come to find out, uh, like maybe, maybe I want to say years later Um, We were talking to my uncle about it, and my uncle was basically telling us, like, the history of where we grew, well, where we were living at, um, and how there was a lot of, like, slavery, and a lot of slaves died, and um, it was just very tragic events, and you know what ghosts it's just, like, time keeps repeating itself, so um, unfortunately, they were never cleared out of that house, and... um, yeah, so that was that was another sad one. Why am I telling all these sad ghost scary stories? But um yeah, that was that one was really really that was pretty sad. But um I I want to say I have a ton of ghost stories, but um I think I'm going to maybe talk about one more. Um and then you might want to like hold on to your wigs right now cuz this one's a little scary. But um, this is an experience with me as well. And um, this one is a little, it's a little it's a little, scary, or it's very scary. But um, this was recent. So I had a negative energy, or maybe I think it was possibly a hex someone put on me. Um, do I have enemies? No. Do I have people who don't like me? possibly. Um, I did have, and that's one thing, Caribbean men, I'm going to tell you like Caribbean men, Hispanic men, like people of these origins, like (laughs) you got to watch out when you talk to them, especially if they dibble and dabble in the magics. Cause it's just like, you know what I mean? Like anybody could do anything to you at any second. And if you're not protected and they caught me when I wasn't protected, um, anything can happen, you know? So, uh, recently I had A negative energy or entity attached to me. Um, So fast forward, I just felt something was off of my body, something, I just felt like something was there and it wasn't supposed to be there. Um, So I started doing deep cleaning rituals. I started doing a lot of things in my lifestyle that changed drastically how I was. Um, So I'm not going to get too much into detail as far as what I did. I just knew I had to do what I had to do to get rid of that energy. Um, or the entity, because I can feel the entity inside of me. Um, However, one night, your girl was asleep, and, well, not really sleep. I felt something was there, and um, I had a whole tower of selenite underneath my pillow, and I was praying, and I literally felt something eject out of me, but it was still clinging onto me. And I looked down and I kid you not, I saw it. And it was this black energy. It was this black entity and it was all black, like pitch black. And I could still see its eyes, which were white, and its teeth, which were white. And it was like trying to cling on to me. And I was like, no, sir, like wherever you came from, you must go back. Um, return to sender times three with love and light. I thank you for what you came here for, but you must go back to where you came from because you cannot be here on me. And I kept saying that and I kept saying that until it left, like it just let go of me. So um, I think I I don't talk too much about my child on this podcast, but um, I do have a child. He is very gifted. I always called him ever since he was young, um, my indigo child, because he is just when I tell you he's very, uh, gifted, he's, he just is such a beautiful being. He's a beacon of light. That's all I can really say, but he has gifts and sometimes he feels a little overburdened with these gifts. But, um, he basically told me that he, (laughs) he went to, so the next night that that, after that happened, the very next night, um, Jesus is crazy. He, he, this happened. Um, or as a matter of fact, I don't I'm not sure if it was the next night. It could have been like a day or two later. Um, <clears throat> but he basically told me. Um he basically told me uh that he he so he was cleaning his guinea pig cage and he had to take the trash out from it. And when he took the trash out, he came back in the house and didn't say anything to me all the whole day. We were fine, like the whole night, the rest of the night. But the morning in the car, which, oh, oh my God, I'm jumping ahead in the story. I'm sorry. So, okay. So after I did that, the next night, so the night after that, um, I was driving home, and I swore I saw something in the back seat of my car. And I looked back; I didn't see anything. But I was like trying to calm myself down, like, "Girl, you're going through some shit. Like, everything gonna be fine. Like, it's gonna be fine. You're gonna be good. Like, fuck it, you're gonna be good." Um, so, <clears throat> anyway, um, the night after that, that's when he went to take the trash out, and he didn't say anything to me the whole night. Everything was fine. But he, in the morning, we're driving to school. I'm talking to my sister. Um, and then randomly he goes, mama. And I'm like, yes. He was like, I saw something. I saw someone in your car last night. And I was like, someone, he was like, yes, someone in your car. And I was like, what did they look like? And I shit you not the same exact description that I gave to you guys. Um, the same exact description what he gave to me. And no one even knew about this. Cause I, I didn't, wasn't talking about it at the time. Cause I was still a little bit like trying to process everything that was going on. I didn't want to drag anyone else in and Bring them into what I had going on. But he said exactly what it was. And then I was like, oh hell fucking no. And I knew the presence was there. I can feel the presence. Um, but sometimes in the daytime it's still a little bit harder to see that kind of stuff. I feel like they only really come out at night. Um I dropped him off to school and I hopped on the phone immediately with my sister and I told her what happened. Like I just couldn't hold it anymore. So I pull up to work and I'm getting out the car and a bird swoops down like right next to like the door where I'm I'm opening the car door. The bird swoops down like it was trying to come into my car and it was a black bird. And I was like, oh my God, these signs, these signs, they're just falling out of the sky. Um, so basically I reikied it back to where it come from. Long story short, reikied it back to where it come from and it never it, ha- it never came back. and better not fucking come back because I'm not playing that shit this time. You hear me? I left myself way too open, way too um, like un- unprotected. I wasn't grounding myself. I wasn't protecting myself. I just wasn't there for myself or loving myself. So it definitely taught me a lesson, um, which is cool because I I spoke with someone at the park today. Um, I met another Reiki practitioner, just randomly she fell out the sky and we just started talking. But um, she said, always thank those dark energies and entities for their lesson. They are here for a reason. They're here in your life, whether you you want to feel that in you or not, it's there. Once you get it out of you, you always thank it for the lesson, but it needs to return back to where it came from. And I always say with love and light because I don't want to send that negative energy back out into the universe. So I always send it back with love and light. Um, so I'm going to end that this episode on that note. Um, I really like this episode. I felt like I, I I got through a lot. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope I didn't freak you guys out too much. Um, I know damn sure I freaked my sister out because she's very, uh, when it comes to this kind of stuff, she still gets a little bit nervous about, you know, experiencing everything to the fullest. But um, after a while, when you start seeing shit, you're just like, fuck it, you know, you have to do the best you can. Um However, I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, Always, if you want to DM me, you can go ahead, DM me. Um, If you have any stories that you guys want to talk about or tell me about, please make sure you are DMing me, commenting, messaging. You can hit me up on Instagram at mystic.mommy.podcast. That's M-Y-S-T-I-C, period, M-A-M-I, period. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I forgot it for a second. Um, so make sure you go ahead. If you have anything to ask or say, please go ahead and comment and let me know. Um, or slide in my DMs if you want some free Reiki. I can always send a free Reiki dis- uh, distance session. Um, to you so you can comment or DM me, slide in my DMs and let me know. Um, other than that, I hope you guys tune into my next episode, which I think you guys are really going to enjoy. And once again, I hope you guys have an amazing uh, week, an amazing day, an amazing morning, amazing night, wherever it is where you're at. Thanks.